What's up, Grizz Nation? Welcome to the show. The uh, catastrophe that is the Grizzly season continues tonight after they have a 10-point lead with three minutes left in the game, and they somehow figure out a way to just donk it. I, I mean, to me, that's when the game changed. The Grizzlies were up 190 with 321 to go, and they stopped playing to win the game and started playing not to lose the game, and then they messed around and lost the game. I, I just – like, at this point in the season, you can point to Zaire doing the pull-up on the rim and getting the technical foul. If he doesn't do that, do they win the game? Probably yes. If Marcus Smart doesn't have a third of a game, do they win the game? That's a definite yes. There are a lot of things to, to point at whenever you're looking at this game as to what could have happened in order for them to win. But like, I'm, I'm just done making excuses for them, man. That there is – obviously the team is not healthy, but outside of the team not being healthy, there's something missing. Whether you want to call it edge, toughness, swag – Whatever word you want to use to describe it, what they're doing right now is not working. Yep, no yep. doubt about it. Um, it's not too much to say on this one for me, especially. It's uh, that's a brutal loss. I mean, be up 10 points, three minutes in the game, that game was yours. Um, and just started doing silly stuff. I, I thought to be honest, too much down the stretch. I don't think you need Marcus Smart facilitating the offense. The offense needs to be ran through Desmond Bain, particularly in the last three minutes of the game, um, given Marcus Particularly had, when you're having so out many of a, turnovers. What now? The, the timeout. When you come out of a timeout and you don't put the ball, like right. Marcus Smart is one of the best players on the team, but you didn't trade for him for his offensive abilities. And Desmond Bain, 13 for 26 from the field tonight, 33 points, played incredible. Why in the hell would you not draw up a play for Desmond Bain or Jaron Jackson to get the ball in that instance? I like it just blows my mind. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. Go ahead. No, no, that's pretty much where I'm going with it. Um, you know, there's a lot of things you could talk about, but I think, um, yeah, you would have loved to get some more out of your bench tonight. But David Tillman was terrible tonight. In critical moments, he was terrible. Um, I just – it, it really is – it's hard to point to a single thing. They were in this game the whole time. They had momentum shifts. I, I thought, for the most part, the game was main, maintained well. But when it comes down to it, man, you don't have a coach that can get you over the hump. Um, you don't have a coach that can put the players in the right position. And uh, that's when it matters in the end. Like, your coaching shows up in those moments. And you can – if you got good coaching or a superstar player, then those things can be overcome. And right now, they don't have either. Yeah, man, just a absolutely brutal loss, especially seeing the fact that you're – you're already 0-5 um, and, and trying to trying to get off the snide. It's just went into the, the basketball version of a prevent defense uh, yep. there in the last 
three minutes of the game and playing not to lose instead of win the basketball game. And there was some questionable officiating down the stretch. There's no question that foul, I think that was Brogdon uh, that fouled out uh, Zaire Williams. Bogus call, uh, absolutely bogus call, but you you still can't lose that game. Um, I mean, you up 10 with three minutes to go. That's supposed to be a wrap. And like a lot of things you said, man, does, does this team – have the coach to get them over the hump. Uh, and, and I know a lot of people say, oh, well, they're banged up, they're injured. They have enough talent on this team. This team should not be 0-6. I mean, you have Desmond Bain, you have Jerry Jackson Jr. I mean, you have veterans, even though he struggled tonight, but you still got veterans like Marcus Smart, Zion Williams is playing well. I mean, they have enough talent on this team. This is this should not be even in the in the even in the in the in the mode that the, the, the place they're in right now. They should not be the worst team in the NBA. And right now, this is the worst team in the NBA. I don't think there's any question about it. I mean, if you can't can't beat this Portland team, and this team doesn't even have Anthony Simons, who is who's probably their best player. He's not out there. Scoot Anderson's not playing. Right. And you still can't can't beat this basketball team. Just doesn't just not a lot of positive to say. And I think David kind of hit it on the head um with Marcus Smart and him being too much of an offensive need right now. You don't need him to if you're in a position where you need Marcus Smart to score heavily, that's not a good place to be in. And number two, he's just not a point guard. Um, another five turnovers tonight to, to lead the team. He's just not a point guard. I, I, you, I don't trust him when he's facilitating he's on the basketball. Those situations, especially in late game, need to go to Desmond Bank, um, especially with the way he was cooking tonight. The ball should have always been in, in Desmond Bain's hands uh, to initiate the offense. Um, it's just just a struggle down the stretch, and I, I knew when they went to overtime, I was like, they're going to lose this basketball game, yep. and that's it, exactly what they did. I mean, in overtime, just garbage offensive possession after garbage offensive possession, like getting late at shot clock. You got Luke throwing up, had to throw up a wild one hand like hook shot or whatever, floater shot at the end. I mean, that's just bad offense. Like how do you, how do you even end up in that situation? Um, and that last play um, that that had opportunity to possibly win the game. Just you get nothing out of that. Like it, and we see that time and time again with Jenkins. Um, and last second possession. If you don't have John Moran out there, and even like we said, that stopped working because teams kind of set on that and knew it was coming, but they have no shot on last second possessions with, without John Moran out there. I mean, you just get a garbage possession, and that's what they got, man. I, I Marcus Smart bob- bobbling the ball under the rim, man. You have to throw up Luke throw it to Luke with one second left, and he gets it blocked. I mean, it's just just bad offense, and you saw that time and time again down the stretch. And I don't even want to talk about overtime. I don't even know what that was they were doing in overtime, but just just brutal, man. And I, I don't know. Uh, they got another opportunity against this team on Sunday. Hopefully they get a win. I, I thought they would split, uh, but it, it, it's painful to seem like you have this one in the bag, man, and, and let it slip away. And also, if you're thinking about in-season tournament, which is kind of on the back burner right now, but just – Mentioning that you lose this game to Portland, man, they're they're in bad shape in that. There's probably no chance they end up coming out of that at, at this point. But you, this is the game that you had to win. Um, seeing the pod that you're in, man, you couldn't lose the to Portland. This is the one that you had to get. So just a just a rough night, man. Um, I hate to to be negative, but there's not a lot positive to say other than Desmond Bain um, did his thing tonight. No no doubt about that. Trip did his thing, man. But outside of that, man, they just didn't get any help tonight. If we, before the season started, if somebody would have told me that Zaire was averaging 10 points 
and seven rebounds. from three. There's no chance that I ever would have guessed that this team would be 0-6, but it's just – it's just bad. It's it's just bad basketball, man. And possession after possession, you see Marcus Smart initiating the offense. And when when you have guys like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum that are absolutely elite offensive talent, and he's bringing the ball up the floor, that's one thing. Because if he gets it to them with five seconds to go – those guys are good enough to create their own shot. And right now, the Grizzlies don't have anybody on the roster that's going to be able to do that on a consistent basis. Desmond Bain would be the only person that you could argue that that would be able to do that. As much as I like Jaron and as much as he is a, a mismatch in a lot of ways, self-creation is not a strong point for him. So you can't give it to him late in the shot clock and expect him – to go out and get his shot. You could do that a little bit with Desmond Bain, but even with Bain, he's still not at the level that you're going to see from John Morant or, you know, the the other two guys that I mentioned that Marcus Smart played with. There, There is a lot of stuff that's going wrong. I see a lot of people calling for Taylor Jenkins head. I seriously doubt that's going to happen. Like if that happens, It it would absolutely shock the hell out of me. But I've seen enough from him to be 100% convinced that he is not the guy to get this team over the hump. And and I said that before they even started 0-6. I said that at one point last year because of stuff that I've seen from him. I'm not going to sit here and and, and run this podcast long, just crapping all over the team. If you're watching the games – You can see what's going on. One thing that I will give Jenkins a little bit of credit for tonight, he done some stuff differently. You saw different lineups out there. The stuff with X wasn't working, so we saw Jaron at the five and Roddy starting at the four, and Jaron played a hell of a game at the five. He's trying different stuff, but it's just not enough, and he's not making the right decisions when it matters the most. Yeah, because he did some good stuff in the in the first half, especially with the rotations. I, yep. I saw a lot of people still clapping on him in the first half. And I'm like, man, he he did exactly what we asked him to do in, in the first half. Um, and there was some, I think, some stuff down the stretch, and but a lot of that does have to do with the roster being limited. But to, to go back to the to the Marcus Mart thing that you that, that we were t- touching on, he's just not equipped with the team in the in the shape it's in now. He, they're just not because he. They need him to create, get guys the ball in spots where, and it's just they just don't have it. Like you said, Jaron is not a guy that's going to do a lot of creating for himself. I mean, he. They need a table setter, and with the guys that they have left right now that he's playing with, it's just not enough talent for him to be there. If Marcus Martin's going to be your point guard, just like you said, it needs to be on a team where he's just bringing the ball on the floor, but he's just handing it off to to these elite guys that are going to go make plays on their own. And they just don't have that outside of Bain and even him. Like you said, at, at times, still the short arm thing, he can't necessarily create at all times. There are times where he gets to the basket. We saw him get down the a lot tonight, but there are going to be times where that doesn't work, especially when you give him a hand grenade at the end of the shot clock. 
So it's, I mean, they, they just have a lot of issues right now. And a lot of it, I think, has to do with the roster being limited. But I also don't think Taylor Jenkins necessarily doesn't raise the ceiling uh, of, of what they, because you need your head coach. Especially at this time, you need your head coach more than anything. And I, I just don't think that he puts them in the best position to win. Um, and, because it's already bad enough that you're super shorthanded on the man, and they they need him to scheme to the best of his abilities, and and that's just not what we're seeing, especially late in games. Nope. Um, there's not too much to add to that, man. I, I thought that I mean, honestly, I thought that they did enough. Um, and to still come up short just makes you question a lot. Um, you got I I don't think Zaire has been playing poorly. I've heard some people say that no. Zaire played poorly. I don't think he's played poor. I think he's paid average, but you were never going to get – and people kept thinking he's going to be Paul George or something. He was never going to be that guy. He's doing what you need him to do. Uh, David Roddy had some silly moments in this game, but sure. I think he played overall well. He gave you 16 points. Um, you know, <laughs> you take that, I guess, from a, from a guy that's supposed to be a rotational guy. He's starting. Uh, Marcus Park did play like Pooh. Xavier Tillman really was, I think – one of the bigger liabilities on the floor. Uh, I know they got Marcus Smart at negative 19. He's second worst at uh, – well, no, he's third worst. I think they got Zaire. No, he's fourth worst. <laughs> anyway, I think he was – I think his play was most critical, I think, to just missing easy bunnies, just, fu- just just frustrating stuff. The stuff that Tillman messed up on should be given, givens, and I think that's what makes it more frustrating, even though maybe technically he held defensively better. Uh, the offense is just infuriating. Yeah, I'm sick of watching him take threes. I know that much. Um, yeah, but that, right. that is – I kind of had this conversation a little bit about the threes. It's part of the scheme. That That's part yeah. of – like, I agree. Yeah. I, I don't want to see him taking threes. It's been painful to watch. But, you know, he, he's not going to go out there and just avoid the game plan. If he's not doing what they're telling him to do in the game plan, he's he's not that elite of a player that he can just do whatever he wants to do. He's out here fighting for a job in the NBA. So, you know, like, I, I definitely agree in the fact that I don't want to see those threes getting fired up by him. There's literally anybody else on the roster. I'm okay with it. But, you know, what are you going to do? If, if that's the way that they're drawing it up and you're getting the shots, it, it's – yeah. But I'm not sure with that much of that this game. I, I like I, I like one one in particular. Like Marcus Smart, like could have taken the shot. He could have drove the basket. He could have done it himself. He intentionally chose to pass to, to I, tilt for the three. And it's something like that that makes me upset. I, I, and I hate to just just crap on Smart because I I see I think he's struggling to try to find out how to fit in with this team. I also think yeah. he's being forced to be in a position that he's not comfortable with. Like, you can tell when he comes down the floor, when when he when he's on the ball, he's playing point, he's not comfortable. He gets to the top of the key, and he's, like, trying to figure out what should I do. He's still not comfortable in that position because that's – especially with not – when you're not – you don't have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum out there, this is different, uh, being, being on the ball and playing point guard. And he just doesn't know what to do with the basketball. And indecisiveness and cohesion, I think, leads to a lot of those turnovers because that's yeah. just – it's not a good position for him to be in, and he still doesn't know these guys, and they're super short-handed. It's just a bad spot all the way around. Um, and, and to go back to Z, I thought Z was fantastic on both ends. I thought he did some really good stuff tonight, uh, playmaking-wise, 
Um, even on the defensive end, uh, had 13 points, six rebounds, three assists, a steal, a block, five of eight from the field, one on one from three, knocked down both of his free throws. Yeah, this was a we had a full complement of players, and it was Ja and Steven Adams out there. I don't think anybody would have anything to say about Zaire, but since they need everything they can get, it just it makes everything look worse than, than what, what it actually is because I think Zaire is done even more than. I think you expect. I think this is one of the best games overall that I've probably seen him play in his career. I thought he was really good tonight, uh, but it, it just doesn't seem to matter. I mean, you look down, down his box scores; it's a lot of good stuff on here. Uh, I mean, yep. you look what what what, what Jaron and and, and uh, Bain did. I mean, they can't really do more. What what more can you ask from them? And then you still lose in the basketball game. You got good stuff from Z. Um, I just I don't know, man. It's just. When are they going to win a basketball game? That's the oh, Kennard is heading into tonight's game. This man was shooting seven percent from the field. You know, like he's a career. It's like forty-five percent from the field, forty-three percent from the three-point line, and he's shooting seven percent. It's just a, a slump for him. And I, I, I don't know. know I, I don't know older. if it's in. If it's in his head at this point, or if it's an injury thing, you know, if he's playing through an injury, that might be it. A lot of his stuff is coming up short, but yeah, there's just it just seems to pile on, man. You know, like it's almost like a snowball effect. You get, uh, you know, we we knew coming into the season that John Morant was going to be out the twenty five games. We had hope that Stephen Adams was going to be around and be healthy. Then we get the news that he's going to miss the season. And then the, you know, Aldama injury happens right before the tip off of the regular season. Luke gets the concussion and hadn't looked like himself. It's just one thing after another, after another. Man, man I hope Sunday plays on Sunday. Uh, because they, they need to win one of these games, man. You go 0-2 against this team, and I, I don't even know what to say. So hopefully they get get some Spain back on, on Sunday, man, because they could, they could definitely use them, man. They need Anything they can get right now, man. Any lift, any boost that they can get, any playable rotation player, man, they can add to this. Uh, they need it. Hopefully, uh, Biombo gets more acclimated because they could, could use what he brings as well, uh, just to have another big to take some of the pressure off of off of Triple X from having to play so many minutes. And and uh, but Trip was actually good at the five and nine. Uh, I thought he he did a fantastic job against Aiden, um, and, and, and won that matchup definitely. Uh, so oh, dominated that match. Yeah, I mean, he was sure. just yeah. Aiden didn't didn't have any answers for him tonight, man. So shout out to Trip, man. Shout out to Bain. Both had their capes on tonight. Uh, I think Zaire uh, helped as well. But outside of that, man, just not a lot, a lot of positives uh, from from anybody else on the roster tonight. And you you can't you can't have that uh, when, when a team in this, is in this position because we say okay, well they got uh, Trip and Bain. Uh, that they should still be able to win basketball games. But in reality, when, when, when they're doing what they're doing out there and you still don't win, it, it's on the other player. I mean, you you got to yeah. have somebody else to step up and, and do their job, and, and they just haven't done it. You talk about Luke Nard, he's supposed to be the shooter off the bench, just has not been that at all. Uh, Marcus Smart, it, it struggled as well. Um, and I, like I said, I don't think all of that is his fault. Um, and, and he was trying to – go ahead. Well, one of one of my biggest things was smart, man. It I won't say for the entire season so far, but tonight at least, 
he was not good defensively either. No, he wasn't. There was there was a play a couple times at the end of the game where Shaden Sharp just broke his ass down off the dribble. And he's supposed to be one of the best defenders in the league. And he he got cooked. And and I'm I I will never say that he's not a good defender, but in this game tonight, he did not have his A game, and it was clear. No. That layup, and then I think it was the play where Shane Sharp went in and got fouled. Um, he got cooked on both of those plays. Um, and that's he's supposed to be your kind of defensive stopper late in the games, and he he, he did not uh, help them in that area late in the game. He, there was a couple of other plays too. Jeremy Grant got him a couple of times. He's guarding Jeremy Grant, so it's he was not good on either end tonight, man. But I I think a lot of that, I think he's in his head. I think he's trying to figure out how to fit in with this team and what his role is, how much should he shoot the basketball, should he be aggressive. And th- thinking about all that, then you're fitting in with new teammates and you're supposed to be the playmaker. I just think he's dealing with a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff on his plate right now. Um, and I think he's out of his position. But you still expect him to play really well on defense, and he didn't do that tonight either. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess for me, the thing is, all right, let's say they win Sunday and finally get a win. What does that mean? What does that mean within the context of the rest of the schedule? Because you couldn't win this game. And I, I mean, that's my real question. Like, all right, they get a W. They need one. But also, I, I don't know about their confidence. I don't know if that changes anything about how I feel about where this team is. I mean, they'd have to go out and dominate. And I even then, I still don't really know. I feel better about it because, again, it's the Portland Trailblazers, and they're not playing their best guys. Yeah. So you can even play them full strength. And you talk about team morale, man, to – you know it was already low, uh, man, to lose a game like this. Uh, exactly. Especially coming, coming behind that, the way they got blasted in Utah, man. That's just rough, man. I imagine the vibes in that locker room are, are not good, and you you don't – I don't know, you just don't see the, the, the normal fight. That, that you see from this team, kind of that culture that they have built, you just don't see none of that. You see a lot of them hanging their heads. It's just it's just not good, man. And, and I'm with Candace, even if they go out there and win. So you're one and six. So what does that mean? Like you beat a bad Portland team you that you should have beaten twice. You were favored tonight. You right. go in, had the game won, you lose it. And even if you come out one and one, you're thinking, man, man we should have won both of these. Right. Like, exactly. just, just, so, I mean, what do, you, what do you do then? We're one and six. So what? Like I – it's just a tough thing, man. And yeah, I mean, you got to start know. somewhere, though. You, you have yeah. to start. I mean, you know, that's uh, the the good news is the record for most losses to start a season is 19 by the yeah. uh, trust the process no 76ers. I don't so think you'll get there. We, we, we are still a long way away from that. The bad news is I haven't seen anything that makes me think that they're not going to break that record so far. Exactly. I, I just have it. I, just like, I, I know that, like, we talked about some positive stuff tonight, but if you can't close this Portland team, if you can't close this team, who are you closing? Exactly. I mean, and, and, and they're supposed to go back home and win against Miami? I don't think so. No. I, I just think they'll luck into one at some point. Like, you just never know. Like, you, you might lose to Portland twice and then go beat – Denver or something like you just never know in the NBA. Like stuff happens like that. So I don't think they'll get to 19. I I agree that nothing that they've done 
would make you think that they're going to win a basketball game, but I just think at some point they'll just walk into one. I think that's just going to happen. I don't think they'll lose 19 in a row, but it's bad, and I just don't know what a win symbolizes. If I, if I had to bet, I still think they come out and win on Sunday. I thought they split these games going in, but the way the game went tonight, man, you just feel like they could have gotten both, and that's the, the tough part coming out of this. One and six coming back home and facing Miami with Miami struggling as well. They won a night, so they're sitting there two and four. I think I think that's what their record is. So they haven't been playing well either, but I don't know. Because, uh, I mean, I think Portland would be kind of looked at as one of the teams at the bottom of the league, if not the bottom right now. And you just lost to them. So I, I don't know what to say, man. Not not really anything positive, uh, really, that you can spin it. I, I think they'll win, get a win. I don't know who it will be against. Maybe it is Sunday. Maybe it's against a team that you definitely wouldn't expect them to beat. You just never know. But I don't think they'll get to 19. Um, at, least, at least I hope not. But, I mean, got to keep going back there, out there and playing, man. Got to lace them up and, and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I guess the good news is heading into this draft class, there are at least three seven-footers that are going to be available. <laughs> they could be team-changing. So, you know, know. We'll yeah. see. It sound like a draft class people are really talking about. It doesn't really sound like a good draft. No, Most times it's a good draft class. Terrible. You hear people talking about the players. I haven't heard zilch. You got the, the big run. man from UConn, the big man at UCLA, and then uh, – That ain't give me hope, man. Olivier Saar or something like that. Yeah. yeah I'm not worried about – like I, I don't think this team is going to be a lottery team. You don't? Uh, I, I don't. I don't think they're going to be a lottery team. I know it's pretty uh, dim right now, but th- there's a lot of stuff for them to figure out and still plenty of time for them to do that to not end up being a lottery team. But we'll see. I, I'm not going to keep beating a dead horse tonight. It's late. West Coast games, always a late tip. I know Candace got to get going early in the morning, so we'll go ahead and wrap it up. We appreciate you guys tuning in. I'll give Candace and Eisen out an opportunity if they've got anything else they want to talk about before we leave. You guys got anything? Uh, man, familiarize yourself with the name Matas Buzelis, uh, small forward uh, from overseas. He's the projected number one pick. Uh, so, you know, uh, he's actually, actually plays in the G League. I, 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 that, that lets you know how bad this draft is because I don't even know who that is. Like, I thought he was from overseas. I just looked, he's actually for the G League. But, no, nah, man, I, I, I agree with David. I don't think this team – is going to be in a lottery. I think when Job comes back, I, I think they'll they'll make the play in. I, I still believe that. I believe they'll write the ship enough, but I, I don't know. Beyond that, I don't know what happens. But it, it, it's just tough, man, uh, to, to have to come on here after these games and be negative and and, and have to try to try to force yourself to find positives in it, man. I, I don't I don't really enjoy it. Uh, so. Hopefully they get that first win on Sunday, man. But it feels like we've been talking about that for months. It feels like trying to get that first win. So, ah, man, just got to say it, man. Just keep going out there. They got to keep lacing them up and find out. We'll see what happens. Um, can't can't ask any more of Desmond Bain and Jared Jackson Jr., man. Big-time games from both of them tonight. Uh, so your two, your two main guys, at least for, for tonight, for sure. And Desmond pretty much every game is doing everything that you can ask from them. So they can't do it anymore. So you definitely can't blame it on them. I agree. So we'll go ahead and get out of here. You can get the show on uh, the X app at Ethos Grizzlies. I'm at NBA D Will 2 1. You can find me at Candace H901. As it take us out. Yeah, man. Grizzlies will be back uh, Sunday. Is that, what, what time is that, Tim? Is that an afternoon game? 
I can't remember what time the tip time is on that. It'll eight, be back. Eight p.m. on Sunday. Grizz will take on the Portland Trailblazers for round two. Uh, hopefully, they can get that win. We'll be back for a post game after that. So make sure you stay locked in to get those winners for that. You can find me on Isaac the Underscore NBA. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time.